I am Mark Fish and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. My name is Carol Shabalala and you are listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bits. Hi football lovers, this is Coach Delinka. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bits. Hit the Target Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hit the Target Podcast, powered by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Deshaun, and would be in studio today is the dream team. Of course, I'm talking about Mark Shadom and Ayan Novesi. Gentlemen, welcome. Good morning, team. Thanks for having us, Desh. Greetings to our listeners at home. It's good to be back again to this uh, beautiful platform. Yeah. yeah. Um, gents, today we're going to discuss Bafana, Bafana's chances at AFCON. Now, I'm just going to come out and say it. I think we are into the knockouts, even if we lose today against Tunisia. We not gonna lose just pray for Tunisia today. <laughs> yeah. pray for yeah. them because the way I have um, gained confidence in this team in this Bafana Bafana side their last game against Namibia they showed the more uh, maturity they showed mm. hunger they, uh, they showed they learned from their mistake in the opening game against the Mali yeah. so they stood up to the occasion and then they delivered what was expected from them mm. and which makes them to be like in a good place to qualify for the knockout stages of which I think we we're gonna yeah. qualify eventually because I was looking at uh, Tunisia their last two games for me defensive wives if we can play like how they they've been playing like uh, uh, evidence Mahopa is a target man as a target man there, drawing those defense to mm. to to allow uh, the likes of Mshishi, Tembazwane, and Pesita to create, exploit the spaces as well. Yeah, you see, uh, evidence Mahopa has done a really uh, good job mm. so far in this tournament, being the target man to just disturb those defense to lose focus on mm. our uh, uh, middle fielders, on our attackers, rather. Mm. Yeah. Do you think maybe Bruce should uh, focus on getting him on the score sheet now because? I know off um, off camera we were looking at uh, Makopo's um, actual involvement in the Bafana games. Mm. I think he has picked up an assist against them. Number be a four nil romp actually. Yeah. Um, what do you make about his performance in that one? I, I think he's been he's been really good. Um, he hasn't scored obviously. Um, he's getting in the right spaces, like uh, Ronwen Williams said in his interview yeah. that um, he he just needs to keep his head down. The goals will come. He is he's very excited to play in this system. Um, it's clearly yeah, Hugo Bruce um, has done analysis on the team. Um, he's made some changes in the Namibia team. Um, the gameplay changed as well. They were more direct. And we got four goals out of it. Mm. Um, Jens, I just want your opinion very quickly. Um, yes or no and then substantiate, right? Should Percy Tau have squared the ball to Makopa in our first game against Mali? It was shortly after... Makopo yeah. is in an excellent position and he could have buried that. Yes, I think he, he should have. But then uh, he, he just missed the penalty. So he wanted to redeem himself, yeah. you know. But I think if he should have scored that ball to Makopo, yeah. that will also be like, okay, you missed the penalty, but you were able to come back and you mm. provided an assist. So, for the team. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. So I think... That game against Mali, I think uh, the team learned their mistake when they mm. sat down and do analysis. Sure, they said uh, A, B, C, D. We must avoid doing these kind of mistakes May- going forward. Into May- the maybe tournament. it was just mm. nerves that got the better of the players. We don't know. Yeah. But at least we saw in the next game that there was change. There was more mm. positive in the team. Uh, they were going forward more. They, they created more. 
And Mshishi getting two goals, I think that's also a huge bonus for the yeah. team because that also boosts him up as well yeah. for the next game and obviously into yeah. the next round. And I think it was goal number nine and ten for him in the national setup. Um, but I just want to ask you again, should he have squared the ball to Makope because Makope was kind of in an open net situation. Are you talking about Zwane or, or Tao? Z- Zwane's Zwane. second goal. So, yeah. so Vesi says Tao should have squared the ball in the first yeah. game. I want to ask yeah. you, should Zwane should have squared the ball to Makope in the second game? Um, I, th- I think he, if he didn't score, we got a case for that. But seeing that Makope is getting in the right spaces, which is, which is very good for him. Mm. And I think he should just continue with that and, and go on. I think his goals will come and yeah. Mm. Look, I, I actually kind of disagree with both of you, gents. I think as a striker, you need to be getting goals. I think mm. as we go into the knockout stages of the tournament, we need a striker that we can rely upon because if Mokopa finishes the tournament without zero goals... No, but look at the role that he plays. Yeah. yeah. He throws those defense. Mm. So the defense, they're focusing on him. Mm. So that allows Tembazwane and Pesitao to be like free, to be free there yeah. because the backline is focusing on, on evidence, Mahopa. Yeah. So when Mahopa like moves, they so he creates yeah. space for Tao to come in, be the, the striker there. So it's like Mahopa is playing a false nine. Yeah. And that, I, and, I think, and it, it, I think it, that just shows more maturity in his game. Like his understanding you know, of it, of the game. The task that... His role of yeah. the game that Hugo Bruce wants him to do. Mm-hmm. If, if he's not getting amongst the goals, be in the right spaces at the right time, if something happens, and if not... Create the spaces for the mm. oncoming players yeah. like Zwane and Tao coming through. And this is what we call uh, teamwork. Mm. He doesn't play for himself to, yeah. to take the spotlight mm. to shine. Yes, uh, we were praising uh, about Temba Zwane and Pesitao for scoring, but the impact of evidence Mahopa that he done uh, yeah. in that game, mm. he also deserves uh, credit there because the spaces that he created for those players because he draw the attention from the defense. Yeah. And then the defense, they forget that there is Temba mm-hmm. Zwane, who is a danger man there. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Because even if you look at um, Zwane's first goal against um, Namibia, uh, he kind of had like five meters on everybody. You know, yeah, um, that ball from, yeah. uh, I think it was uh, Morena, if I'm not mistaken. From the right, yeah. The right, uh, the right back. Yeah. He, he played uh, the, the cutback, the 45, and... Zonia is pretty much unmarked. Yeah. And it was because Makopa um, had taken that, uh, that two defenders yeah. with him we, to the byline. We mustn't forget that good players create these chances as well. Okay. With, with Makopa taking it, um, Zwane, with the caliber of player, is he, he creates these, these sorts of situations <laughs> to get these chances. Mm. And, and if you have uh, players like Kabo Pesitao and Temba Zwane in those areas, you know that when there is an opportunity, they're going to mm. score. So, yeah. yeah. We, we don't have to put pressure on evidence, Mahopa, that he must score a goal because he's doing the jo- job that the coach is telling him to yeah. do. Mm. So. Let me ask you, Jens, this. Is his place under um, siege? Can you, can you see him getting subbed off in one of the games um, or rather losing his starting p- position? No, I don't think so. No, he has done a, a pretty good job there. Even in the opening match that we lost against uh, Mali, he did a good job. So. Yeah. Even tonight, I'm expecting to see him there in the, the starting line. The only thing he's missing in his game is, is goals up to mm, now. Yeah, Everything else is there. He's making the right runs. He's yeah. getting in the right spaces. His link-up play is, is top, especially when we saw what, what him and Zwane coming from the left-hand side. So he, he's doing the right things. The yeah. goals will come, I believe. Yeah. Personally, I just wonder if it's going to be enough. Again, as I must stress, we look like we're going to the knockouts. I'm confident that we are going to the knockouts. And 
for me, I just think a striker should be getting on yeah. the score sheet. I get what you guys are saying, and I also agree with you in saying that he does take defenders away. But honestly, I think he needs to be giving Zwane and Tao some stick when when he's in a, a goal scoring position. Because remember, he creates that for his fellow strikers. But, yeah. But then uh, I'll quote uh, one of the greatest uh, <laughs> here coaches here. He used to say, you don't have to play beautiful football, in, in, especially in this kind in of tournament, uh, yeah. tournament. Because what matters the most, it's the results. Mm-hmm. You know. So in this kind of play, uh, uh, matches, because we're playing a North African team here. And yeah. I'm def- uh, before the podcast, I said, pray for Tunisia. Because we know North Africans... Mm. we know how uh, we we're going to take the fight to yeah. them yeah you know yeah. Uh, Egypt we've beaten them before we, we can't be uh, stressed about uh, mm. Tunisia because yeah, I don't I don't think physicality will be a problem yeah. in this fixture we, I think we, it's all more or less a, a level playing field yeah and I think we, we're going to crush them today mm. and uh, most of our starting lineup it's players from Mamelodi Sundowns who know how to beat this North African team so hence I'm saying people they must just pray for Tunisia because mm. I think they're going to catch a good hiding tonight. Mm. Okay, well, um, let's go into how you guys think we're going to set up against Tunisia. Now, the one way you can look at it is that Brest could, uh, Bruce, excuse, excuse me, Hugo Bruce could look to rest some of his key players. You know, um, I think we're on um, three points so far and a relatively healthy goal difference. I think we, we've got plus, a plus two, plus, goal, two yeah. plus two goal difference. You look at some of the other nations on three points, minus three, negative, you know? Yeah. We stand a good chance of qualifying if we avoid defeat, shall I say. So, one, he could rest the likes of Tao, Zwane, maybe give um, some of the other players some game time. Opolis could make a appearance. Make an appearance. Yeah. You no. see what I mean? That, the other way is he could come with all guns blazing, feel the strongest 11, just to say, Get the result. I, I think I think there's two sides to the situation where where Bruce can look for 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 rotation of the squad and and keep you know people fresh going yeah. into the next round, or he can keep the same team and find fluidity and rhythm and find the right combinations going into the next round, which I personally think is the right way to do. Keep the same team, let them play together, find the right combinations, let them enjoy the game, and we'll get the result we're looking for. Yeah, and. We don't want to finish that in the group. So yeah. if I'm Hugo Bruce, I'm sticking to the same formation, the same starting lineup, because we want to top the group. We, mm. we don't want to end up in a situation where we like, if we had won uh, uh, our group, maybe we would have give, uh, get uh, maybe a, a opponent that you can say maybe. A, uh, less, a less stronger team. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if, yeah, we, yeah. if we finished uh, um, yeah, third, third best, yeah. we, we could face Morocco, um, Senegal. So yeah. we, we want to avoid so, those. So, so rather go all mm. gun blazing. Mm. And if we get the job done, maybe in like 55 minutes, yeah. you know, that's then when you can, then subs. You can yeah. make subs. And you, you know, just to, case, mm. to, to give some of the guys a, a, a run. A yeah. run and and to see rest, what they're about. Yeah, and rest some of your, uh, of your best 11. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so um, I'm confident that that's going to be the game plan. I think both of uh, Anderson Studio today are recognizing that he will stick with his strongest team and get them uh, more minutes playing together. Mm. Um, let's go down to Bruce's credentials. Now, he is an AFCON winner. And after... The uh, opening day defeat um, against Mali, he did come out and say they must just go on and play like they did today. So he was happy with the team, even though we were defeated 2-0. And I, I agree with him up to a certain point because 
in the first half, I really felt we had the better, the better, yeah. the better. We, um, we did. We, we created more half. chances. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Second half, they take Pusum off. Quick fire I, double. I, I think. I think um, in the first game, if Tao scores the penalty, the game is a totally different, mm. totally yeah. different game. And that ball, the way evidence Mahopa like was open net. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been uh, that gives us two 0 to us, and then it's a totally different game from yeah. there. Could be and sitting top of the group. Yeah. yeah. And in this Afcon, we've seen lots of upsets. So you don't you know. Never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe we might have a, a new country being crowned as a yeah. champion. Yeah. But I want to again, like I want to say, is his credentials as an Afcon winner coming to life? Because he gave the, uh, you know the media a very a united response following an opening day defeat. Yeah. Look, he's, 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 he's won the shirts. He, he won the, uh, the tournament. He knows what it's about. He knows what it takes to, to go all the way. Um, he's a winner. And seeing that, he's so confident in, in, in the team, saying that they just need to continue, which means they're doing what he wants them to do. He likes what he's seeing. And it paid off against Namibia. I, I see the same style coming out tonight against um, Tunisia. And I just hope the result is positive so that we go into the next round full of confidence. And as a coach, you also have to protect your players if you mm. want them to if you want them to be at their A game, you know. Mm. You have to protect them at all costs so that you know when they go there uh, on the pitch, they also play for you, yeah. you know, to say this guy has protected us, so we must I, also repay I think, him. I so, think that's a huge part of the game as yeah. well. You know, mm-hmm. because if, as a coach, if you don't uh, protect your players, even at a club level, if you they don't protect you, you yeah. they don't play for you and then yeah. you lose your job. So yeah. simple that's, as that. That's a so good point. So you think he does have the dressing room on his side then? I, I think so. I think we got a good track record with um, with Hugo Bruce. I think it's one loss in mm-hmm. 11, something like that. Yeah. So I think they, they, they know him well. They know what he wants. And I think they are playing for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the starting eleven that fielded uh, that he fielded against Namibia. Now, I saw that there was a defensive change that yeah. you brought to light. You just want to open up so, on that. So, so, so in the first game, I think the physicality was too much for Kulu in that game. We yeah. conceded the second goal. Um, it's clear that Bruce and his technical team did some analysis on the game. They made a swap. They took Kulu out and 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 put in Grand uh, Kekana. And a huge difference. Kekana is a, is a good player, not taking anything away from Kulu, mm. but Kekana is a different profile. His physicality is good. Um, obviously, the link up with the rest of the Sundowns players makes him more comfortable mm. with him and Ronan Williams as well. So, um, everything looks good now at the moment. And, and, uh, the, the backline of Mamelodi Sundowns, they used to facing these, uh, because we know that, uh, the West African teams, they are big, like, you know, their size, yeah. you know. So they used in managing those, uh, kind of uh, game situation yeah, yeah. yeah situation yeah. yeah to put it that way yeah. so i think uh putting peku Kekan in that starting mm. lineup like really worked for and then they kept mm. the clean sheet you know, yeah. there's no surprise and yeah. looking at uh, in namibia in that game they have our uh, abu shaluli and aboti on hot who are good with speed you know mm. so i think hugo Bruce also got it right that, yeah, yeah. And okay let's um let's focus on a selection um of the of the squad you know, ahead of AFCON because I know I was very vocal about the number of players that I thought should have been in the team. Yeah. And right now, he's proven me wrong because, well, well, I'm saying this on the basis that we qualify yeah. for the knockout stages, yeah. which I think is pretty wrapped up. Yeah. So he's proven me wrong. Jens, I want to ask you, do you think he's made the right squad selection for maybe the type of game plan that he had ahead of the tournament? I, I think there's a lot of talking points um, concerning the, the team selection. I think we all have the same shout for for Kaniso Mayo yeah. 
um, Timbangosi Lodge, um, mm. my favorite, uh, Patrick Masangani. Masangani. <laughs> so I think, but like you said, they qualified. Yeah. He's proved us wrong. Yeah. But it would have been nice to have those players just so I think the group would be more confident as well because Timbers one, we know how good he is, what he does for the team. If he has to get injured, who do we replace him with? Mm. That's the biggest talking point. I think yeah. the striking situation is fine. Um, playing down the wings is fine. Maseko was top. Tao was top. Yeah. So I think it's just a creative side. I know Zwan is a good player, but how much minutes does he have in him to go all the way? Mm. Yeah, I have to agree with Mark on that one. Maybe if maybe we, maybe Lodge, maybe him being there also, he's got mm. the experience of Afcon, you know. But with Hugo Bruce, I remember when he won the Afcon with uh, Cameroon. Mm. He got the same uh, criticism that we're giving him. Uh, mm, not right the now. strongest yeah. um, they, 11 on paper. Yeah, you know, and they delivered, you know. Mm. So, yes, we lost uh, the opening game and then they come back and then they won uh, the the mm. match against uh, Namibia. So all I have to say is just let's support him yeah. behind him because he even said that if we don't make it to the knockout stages, yeah, then... We can kill can, him. We can kill him. <laughs> We're yeah. waiting for him. <laughs> so that shows that yeah. he believes in these players that he, he, he put calls. his life on the line. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, so so he believes in in the players that he, he called to represent us then. Mm. A thought just came to my mind. Do you think that in in not selecting Lodge, who's very much a leader at Orlando Pirates, not selecting Mayo, who's very much a leader at Cape Town City, he's gone with Zwane and the Sundowns imprint yeah. do you think that maybe was the easier option you know sometimes uh, i'm not putting this in a bad way you know but then sometimes if you have like lots of these quality players yeah. you know yeah. sometimes the unit in the team is not it's, there yeah. you know but you know with sundowns players they know each other you know they travel with each other when they go to play in Kev, you know so they know who is the leader there yeah. you know so it's easy for other players to adjust also, you Adapt. know. Because, it, because yeah. sometimes they have the winning formula. It's clear you know, for everyone yeah. to see. So so now if you all have these players that you know, uh, this player is uh, like, um, what can I say, maybe a staff for his team, you know, mm. and then he's coming to also join oh. these other players who are mm. like doing well for their team. stars in their respective mm. clubs, yeah. You, you know, sometimes that also like... Egos are clashing. Personality clashes. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you, you think know. that's what he did? In selecting this um, uh, this squad because he dropped those players and nobody could make sense of it, especially me. It could be a possibility. It, 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 yeah, could, that's something be. that's coming to life. That's that's, mm. and I just thought about that right now. Yeah, it could be because you know sometimes I'm not saying that these players have bad attitude and and mm. and, and what mm. you know, but looking at the coach, maybe he, he thought maybe no, in order for the team to succeed, you know, yeah. let me maybe. Uh, Bring these players, yeah. and it's also one thing we mustn't forget that he's with the team all the time. Yeah, he's with the players. He goes through all these preliminary rounds, training these co- uh, these these players. So he knows what he wants. He knows his game plan, and he looks at these players and he picks them according to how he wants to play and how he wants to do yeah. things. Mm. Because we know that we have a large group of good players in the country, and having them all together might be a, 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 a ego. Yeah, um, you know. Uh, personalities clashing, so going there maybe he's got a well balanced. He's team. already nipped these, so, these issues in yeah. the Sundowns captain 
Um, Son um, Williams is there, Pofana yeah, yeah. captain. Yes, so it's 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 all working out for him now. Mm. This one. Okay. Uh, and remember, when in our opening game also, uh, the penalty there that uh, Pesitao missed, there were like many players wanted to take that penalty, you know. So that also like shows you what he was trying to avoid. Also, yeah. you know. Just now you have Lodge and Mayo and yeah. uh, Every, everybody <laughs> want to take the penalty. Yeah, you so. see, yeah. And also look at. Um, uh, I'll make an example of Ghana. Yeah, you know uh, when they were knocked out in the tournament, the fans were angry at the Ayu brothers, saying they think this is their team. You know, they were saying the coach should have given other players who were sitting on the bench an opportunity to go mm. and, and represent the country. But the Ayu brothers failed uh, the nation. You know, mm. so you don't want those kind of vibes after you failed in the tournament. You know, mm. you still want to the players to be like mentally strong and fit you know mm. because us as fans we criticize anytime when we feel mm. like uh, mm. we want to say something yeah, yeah. now here you um well, against tunisia we are going to face the third strongest opponent on the african continent you know um i think morocco leads the fifa rankings and then it's senegal yeah. and then it's uh, tunisia so you know it might not be the easiest game on paper but i, I back the boys um yeah i'm not shaken <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm i'm, I'm yeah. i think the difference um with us i think we're gonna come with the with the kasi flavor today yeah mm. that's the difference they can come with the best defensive unit and the way they want to play but i think our flair today will be the difference and and i've said this before and i'll repeat to say it now when we're playing north african teams whether at the club level or internationally we always bring our A game. Yeah. We've beaten Egypt in front of their own fans. We've beaten their team in front of their own mm. fans. So we had Morocco yeah. and like Morocco, well, you know. So, them. so when we're playing those uh, North African teams, before we used to be scared of them, but now we no longer fear we them. We have the number. Yeah, mm. you know, we know how to play <laughs> against them. So get him on the phone and yeah. Bruce, <laughs> let him speak to the players. He so can see. <laughs> so our fun today will get the business done. Mm. We will qualify we we won't need any calculators to say <laughs> put the calculators no, away no sure no i love the positivity and the optimism um on that note i want to know where is the ceiling for this bafana team where does our afghan campaign finish i'm i'm hoping to go all the way obviously all right but i think are you I, saying finalists or lift the trophy I, I would i would like to go as finalists but I think this all depends on our next round game. Yeah, and if we finish second, I think we might face Burkina Faso. And there was no pushover anyway. You saw how they played last night. As yeah, well. if 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 I'm not I sure think if Aston Villa based uh, Bertrand Traore leads yes. the line for between. Them. I think if we finish first, we're gonna face Burkina Faso, and then if we finish second, second. I think we're gonna face Angola yeah. somewhere there. But the team that finishes third, all I know is a team that is going to face uh, Senegal, mm. of which we, we need to avoid. Yeah, yeah, we need to avoid, you know. <laughs> we need to avoid Senegal yeah. because they've proven themselves and they, they are the defending champions, so yeah. they will mm. go all out and to try and defend their trophy. Further to that, I've got a stature. They've won all the group stage games um, at AFCON for the first time in their history. Mm-hmm. So um, they're currently unbeaten in each of the last 10 AFCON encounters. So, you know, they do pack quite a punch. Yeah. Um, but you know, with the favourites, um, Ghana and and Algeria being knocked out, Ivory Coast are kind of also dispatched. Like I think we stand a relatively good chance going of uh, going far. Rather, mm. you say all the way to the finals. I'm 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 really hoping they can they can do something like that. For now, 
I'll say let's look at the opponent that we're gonna get. Yeah, then yeah. maybe Every, everything will count yeah. on the next round. Yeah, the next round. Yeah. Eh? And then the performance that uh, Bafana Bafana will show tonight. Mm. That's when we can say maybe ah, mm. they can go maybe this far in this tournament. Yeah. Mm. Um. Look, there've been some incredible performance at Afghan so far. You know, you can see Angola going through Cape Verde, um, going through. We Equ- mentioned Burkina Faso, Equatorial Guinea. Yeah, they smashed Ivory Coast. Final was the Four heaviest now. margin of defeat mm. at a host for a host nation at an Afghan tournament. And, I mean, and the striker at Equatorial Guinea, who's thirty-four years old, yeah. is the highest goal scorer at <laughs> Afghan. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so in this Afghan, we're gonna see lots of like uh, upset, you know. Mm. And uh, for me, I can say the dark horses of this tournament. I'll say. Nigeria and Burkina Faso. Mm. Burkina Faso, the last time they were they finished third or fourth in the last tournament. Mm. So they they I have they a, were knocked out by Egypt. If yeah, I'm they, mistaken. yeah, yeah. They have a pedigree on how to navigate these it, uh, these latter yeah. stages of the tournament. Yeah, you know. So for me, those are the dark horses for me in this tournament so far. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. see. All right, gents, it's been a pleasure discussing all things Afghan related with you. Um, we're going to have to wait and see how tonight's fixture against um, Tunisia goes. And then we'll be back next week to unpack uh, the remainder of the tournaments. Yeah. Until next week. Good luck to the boys. Thanks for yeah. having me, Dish. Cheers. Hi, I'm Mark Fish, and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. My name is Carol Shabalala, and you are listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hi, football lovers. This is Coach Delinker. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hit the Target Podcast.